For what had to be the dozenth time, Sierra glanced at the clock. Sleep eluded her, and it wasn't because of the potentially deadly camera-wielding stalker or the possibility of a bug being planted in her suite to monitor her every move. It was, without a doubt, the fact that even her unconscious brain was very aware of, not to mention disturbed by, the presence of the bruiser in her living room. The ceiling was too boring to stare at any longer, so Sierra closed her eyes and prayed for sleep. Sleep that didn't come. She should have taken a sleeping pill. Unfortunately, she needed a full eight, and ideally nine hours of sleep to not feel like a zombie in the morning. She had to be at the studio at 9 a.m. for hair and makeup. One glance at the numbers glowing on the bedside clock told her it was far too late to take anything now. Anything other than a shot of alcohol, that is. Maybe she should raid the minibar, drink enough to put her in a drunken coma for the next... how many hours? She did a quick calculation in her head. The answer wasn't good. To shower, dress, and get to the lot in time, she'd have to get up in two and a half hours. Three if she really rushed her morning routine and ate breakfast in the makeup chair. But if she was going to be sleep-deprived because of this Rick person thrust upon her, she certainly hoped he would be too. Not that it mattered. He didn't have to look fresh and pretty on camera tomorrow. He didn't have to remember lines and blocking cues. Was he even awake out there? Was he sitting up, watching the door and windows with an eagle eye, ready to pounce at any sign of an intruder? Or, and this was far more likely in her opinion, was he stretched out, sleeping on the sofa that would no doubt be too short for him. The curiosity ate at her until she was more awake than before. There was no freaking way she had any hope of dozing now, not until she had an answer to her question. She flipped the covers back and swung her legs over the side of the mattress. Barefooted, Sierra padded across the plush carpet, guided by the light from the living room that slipped through the crack between the door and the frame. Foiled by the fact the space was too small for her to peek through, she turned the knob, slowly, in an attempt to be silent and sneak up on him. It didn't work. The moment the door opened, he glanced up from his seat on the sofa and smiled. Good morning. Sierra couldn't have frowned any deeper. Morning? How is this morning? His cell phone was already in his hand. He hit a button and turned it to face her to display the time. It's five. That's morning. How can you consider 5 a.m. morning? The sun isn't even up. Is it? She generally made it to about closing time of whatever club she happened to be partying at and then went straight to bed. So 5 in the morning was uncharted territory for her. The bastard managed to look handsome even at his ungodly hour as he grinned at her. The sun doesn't necessarily dictate when morning starts. There were days I'd get in my run, shower, and eat breakfast all before the sun came up. That confirmed her suspicions. He was a health nut. That's very admirable. She complimented him, but the sarcasm was clear in her tone. She should probably be more careful how she spoke, given he was in possession of a gun. She hadn't noticed it before, but there it was, on the table next to him.
Coffee? He stood and grabbed the gun, sliding it into a hidden ankle holster before letting his pant leg slide back into place. After witnessing that disturbing move, she somehow found the words to ask, You made coffee? Yep, brewed a fresh pot about half an hour ago. Should still be plenty fresh, even for your taste buds. There was an insult in there, but she was too flabbergasted to respond to 